to the peoples of the world. Welcome back to the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Yes, that's the name of the channel. This is the number one, the number one podcast from a van. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I forget to put the caveat in there. <laughs> the number one podcast from a van by Hank Strange about freedom, the Second Amendment, <laughs> etc. Uh, that's what you're watching. Welcome back to the show here, um, everyone. Uh, while I'm waiting for confirmation, make sure our audio and everything is going is uh, feeding out to you guys okay. Of course, I want to remind everyone out there to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list, look around the site. All the information that you're going to need is on there to get in touch with us, etc. Um, lots of crazy things going on these days, including uh, we're being severely shadow banned here. So I would ask everyone to kindly share us if you can. Um, help us override the algorithm here by smashing those thumbs ups. <clears throat> okay, it's finally Friday. Let me load my guests onto the screen here and let me smash the open. Let's do this thing. Welcome back. The Hank All right, situation. boom. Welcome back to the Once channel, guys. Smash the subscribe button. Smash the thumbs ups. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there. The ones that are marked Friday. It doesn't matter if you had them on since last Friday. You know, you just spritz some Febreze in there. Keep on rocking. That's, <laughs> that's how we do it around here. Okay, we are live here. And um, you know what? This is episode 745 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. Our guests tonight are the Crazy Scotsman. There he goes, Crazy Scotsman's first time in here. We do this thing called jazz hands. You're going to have to do it, man. Come on, let's see. Yeah, yeah, it can't be too macho jazz for hands. jazz hands. There you go. Joanna, <laughs> Latina, locked and loaded, doing jazz hands. I'm doing jazz hands. You guys out there, I hope everyone out there right now is doing the jazz hands. Because it's Friday, we got a party, you know, get it popping. I know there's, like, not the best news in the world going on out there. So, you know, we got we have to do something to break the ice, keep it going. Uh, Joanna just popped a fresh one. What are you drinking? I am drinking a Coke Energy. Okay, can we can we see this? Yes. You know, I mean, you know, obviously Coke, Coca-Cola is not sponsoring us or anything like that. No, not at all. Yeah, I should. I don't like Coke, uh, except I am addicted to this one particular drink. So okay, very nice. Is what it is. Very nice, and uh, you have on uh, for the folks who are listening, Joanna, who is obviously a very uh, lovely, lovely young lady, has on some kind of. Uh, is this a sunflower dress? Uh, it's a uh, sunflower shirt. Yeah, it is, sunflower it is shirt. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, you know, it's a I little bit. To, I wanted to bring a little bit of flowers to the show yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit hippie, but in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks really nice. It looks really nice. Okay, let's go to the crazy Scotsman. First time on the show here. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, it's, good. it's good to be here, man. I appreciate it for sure. Um, yeah. Arnett Nax has been bugging me about getting on here. It's just been mm -hmm. with work schedules and everything else, trying to get it all situated. But it's a pleasure to yeah. be here, man. Sure. Are you uh, are you related in some way to uh, Armament and Axis? Absolutely not. Oh, God. good for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Saving grace. No. <laughs> I'm sure. Actually, I know for a fact he's watching out there. 
Uh, uh, he, he's just uh, just a good friend, uh, yeah. his brother. We, we've met a few times, shot together. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, man. And he's been a supporter of the this channel, podcast, even the other stuff that I do for a long time. Um, and he, he's a musician. Are you a musician of some sort? Only with firearms. Oh, well, hey. You know, that's... Uh, <laughs> can, you, the... can you do that thing that the uh, the gun drummer guy can do? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I what, don't. What is it? Is this... A, what does the gun drummer guy do? Does he play? He plays musical notes on the steel or something, right? Yeah, I guess he's um he's a drummer, percussion artist. Mm-hmm. I, I want to I can't remember his exact um Instagram, but he I guess he became viral when he did a version of like chop suey or something mm-hmm. with you know guns and drums. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So look, I think that's uh that's a good question, Scotsman. Do you have some kind of crazy, crazy skills like that? I do not. Why, I man? Do not. I mean, seriously. I, I can I can rock the steel all day long, but I don't know about the drums. Not yeah. with a gun, anyway. I can yeah. rock the drums a little bit. I okay. did it a long time ago, back in the day. Okay. I haven't done it in many years, but I'm sure I can still do it. Okay, where are you based? Are you in... Uh, um, Armin and Axe is in, is in Ohio. Are you... Yeah, I'm in Ohio. I'm near Cleveland. Okay. Okay, so you're an Ohioan? Is that how we say it? Ohio. Well, I'm, I guess technically I'm Ohioan. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a Scotsman in America, and I'm an, an American, thankfully. Uh, last year right. I became a citizen. So. Oh, so yeah, explain this to us then. So are you actually from Scotland? I am, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Wait, where's your accent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sound like everyone a, always asks that. So I hate to I say this, but you sound like a hillbilly to me. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've been all over the country. So I moved here back in 2005, mm-hmm. and um, 2007 I ended up moving to Missouri and uh, doing martial arts and teaching children. They couldn't understand what I was saying, mm-hmm. so I had to slow my speech down a lot. And when I did that, the accent kind of disappeared. Now, if you get me drinking, it'll come right back out. If you get me talking to my actual brother back home, it'll come right back. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I've got the hillbilly, Georgian, Southern kind of thing going on. Hmm. Yeah, this is really, you know what? I agree with you, uh, Joanna. Um, yeah, you don't really, You get, can you, well, you know, I'm not going to make you try to perform uh, an accent <laughs> on the spot here, you know. Get in my be- get want. in my belly. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the uh, what was the was the name of that character? It was Fat Bastard? Remember Fat, yeah, Bastard? Fat Bastard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a wee little baby. This is a wee little baby looking delicious. <laughs> that, that's actually. I know this sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> that is actually my favorite character from the Austin Powers. <laughs> I'm serious. You know. Um, and, and, and I think he was like, who was it in, there was one of the ladies in the Austin Power movie that he got busy with. I'm just trying to, I can't remember, but, uh, it was one of, it wasn't, I don't think it was Beyonce. It was one of the other, you know, there's three of them. So each one had a different, uh, had a different lady in there. I think it was, uh, the British chick, um, man, I forgot her name now. Someone out there will tell me. 
Okay, so we'll 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 try to I'll try to see. I don't know, Joanna, if you could do a Scottish accent so we can get him back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's pretty bad. Oh. That's okay. You know, I mean if you if you want to spit it out a little bit. No, no I don't pressure. Want to offend no, no, no pressure. Are you easily but offended? I, totally see how yeah. that's, mm-hmm. I can see how that's totally possible. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a New Yorker. Um originally I grew up there and moved to Florida, South Florida when I was just seventeen. Mm-hmm. And I hail from um, Long Island, so Long. somehow over the course of yeah. many years, I've completely lost my New York accent. So for the better. So, but um, no one out there is going to be like sad that I lost my New York mm-hmm. accent. It's like a good thing. Whereas a Scottish accent is like a conversation piece. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the ladies like it, right? So I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I'd, I'd I'd lose that on purpose. Yeah. Um, the ladies like it maybe like coming from Sean Connery. You better be careful there, you get smacked the bottom. I don't know if that was that good. I don't know. I don't know, you know. I'm not gonna lie, man, that was terrible. Yeah, it's not it's not as roguish as it really needs to be. Uh Anna Lee Brown says Elizabeth Hurley. Wait, guys, wasn't that one of the earlier Austin Powers? I think that was the f- was Fat Bastard in the first one? I don't think so. It was one of the later ones. I thought it was um Heather Graham. Maybe it was Heather Graham. It's probably Heather Graham. Yeah, because it was Elizabeth Hurley, Heather Graham, and and Beyonce. So there you go. Dan hates you. Says Pookie Love. Um, I don't know what Pookie. Richard Hughes says I slip. Uh, what part of Long Island were you from? I slip. I slip. I don't know. Go. Maybe I know Richard Hughes. I don't know. Oh, hopefully, good. Hopefully for you, you don't know Richard Hughes. That's you know the best thing in the world that you don't know Richard Hughes. Um, okay, so. Came to America. Uh, so you came to America in 2005, you said? Yeah, November 2005. So how old were you when you came to America? 21. <clears throat> 21. 21. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. And uh, what did you come to? Like, how did you wind up over here? Um, I mean, the easiest way I can put it is just a crazy decision. Just... Uh, Wanted something different and mm-hmm. slapped it on a credit card, jumped on a plane and said, screw it. Oh, okay. And then uh, just fought for everything I've got right now. Um, okay. You know, did whatever odd jobs I had to do to pay for the paperwork fees and all of that and do it right. Oh, okay. So you, like, did you come on a visa and overstay it or something like that? Or? Yeah, t- temporary work visa. Okay. I know how that is. That's that's what my family did. That's how we got here. <laughs> So, yep, yeah, temporary work visa and then just keep paying the fees and mm-hmm. doing the paperwork. And mm-hmm. Did you have to so get where, married? Go ahead. Where are you now on that process? Are you done now? Are you? Yeah, I became a citizen last year. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on that. Awesome. Um, did you have a party when you became a citizen? Oh, yeah. On the shooting range, of course. Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Listen, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into more stuff here. I know I skipped out a bunch of things. Big shout out to Harry's Holsters. If you guys look down there, you'll see Harry's Holsters. They sponsor the show. Uh, Harry's Holsters makes uh, Kydex, awesome Kydex holsters. You guys can use the code Hank Strange. Get yourself ten percent off over at Harry's Holsters. Uh, please do that. Help uh, if you're looking for Kydex. So let me. There's a couple of things, right? It's Friday. 
there's a whole bunch of different things going on. And I did, I did want to like, you know, intro the audience to you if they haven't met you. Obviously, they've met Joanna. If you haven't met Joanna, you need to go follow Latina Locked and Loaded. You guys need to go out there and follow the crazy uh, Scotsman on YouTube. Um, I'm going to pull up the channel so you guys can see what it looks like. And let's see, let's let's see if we can do that here. So we can show the channel. Boom, there you go. It's the crazy Scotsman. Um, is there a special way you spell it? Is one of the T's missing or something? No, there's only one T. Oh, there's everyone always confuses. Always, everyone always confuses that and always puts two T's. Yeah, I think. Yeah, see, you know. Um, but and then also, if you just search YouTube for the crazy Scotsman, there's actually some crazy Scottish guy out there. But that's not you, right? No, that's not me. No, that's not you. So you you'll see this coat of arms. Um, I don't know if that's your actual coat of arms or not. But you guys should go go there and subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you're looking for Latina Locked and Loaded, uh, you can find them on Locked and Loaded Latinos on the YouTube. There you go. That's their thing, you know. Um, so that's how you find them. By the way, Babyface thought that I because uh, we changed the name of this channel was actually. Um, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, and Lola and I changed it recently to the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We did it to simplify everything, but we're still gonna keep Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded as like, you know, like our as a hood name for the channel. So Lot Lau will still be uh, will still be out there. So Locked and Loaded Latinos is the channel if you're looking for the podcast with Joanna and um and rolando in there so so a couple of things i want to get to before we really jump in here smash the thumbs ups everyone that's out there smash those thumbs ups uh help us out here with the algorithm all that kind of stuff um so in the bad news category um dmx passed i know he's he's been in the hospital um for at least i think at least the last week maybe mm -hmm. and uh he passed here so um yeah dmx man you know that's yeah that's a tough one it's gonna take me some time to really um recover from that one yeah i mean dmx is the sound his music is the sound is the soundtrack to my youth <laughs> you know i think he was 49 years old and we we're pretty much like in the same age category and um you know I just I just grew up uh, listening to DMX, man. You know, he was like one Did of Did Hank get kicked out? Oh, wait, am I kicked out? I thought I was still here. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you now. Oh. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. No, I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah. Um, DMX was like... He's, to me, he's one of the realest rappers that ever existed. You know? That one of the realest rappers and he did more than just rap like he became an actor he was a very uh, magnetic person his music was like undeniable um you know the sound of his voice and all that kind of stuff and uh, the the kind of beats and everything that he that he did his music over and the content uh, the lyrical content and the the way that it moved you um that kind that kind of stuff will never leave us he'll he'll live forever you know, but um, I, in my in my estimation of all the awesome rappers that are out there in the world, like DMX, man, 
you know, he's not even top five for me. He's got to be like top three if you're talking about rappers out there. So it's unfortunate that he passed. It's sad to hear that. Um, it's it's tough. It's a tough deal that, you know, at 50 years old, he, you know, he still had a tough time getting over um, his addictions and things like that. I think he had a really crazy life and um, wasn't able to completely climb out of that hole, right? So I don't know if anyone else here is into DMX, but rest in peace, DMX. Got to say that. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, he's His music is to this day uh, on my running playlist. Like that's just, you know, I was mm -hmm. a big fan of his. And I liked his movies. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, Romeo Must Die and all those movies. So mm -hmm. yeah. I like, you know, shoot yeah. him up action flicks. So yeah. I mean, DMX, man, like we're talking about making fun of people. I like the way that the DMX talks. You know what I'm saying, dog? <laughs> it was just so, like you can see, you know, uh, what was the movie that DMX did with um, with Steven Seagal? What was that? Um, I don't know. Someone, someone will tell us here. He did a movie. Do you remember that movie he did with Steven Seagal? I'm pretty sure... Um, exit wounds was it exit wounds i think so it was there was a there was a movie he did with i think yeah it was with steven seagal and he and dmx was a hacker <laughs> 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 yeah but listen really i i do i enjoyed looking at uh dmx dmx movies and stuff like that i don't know if you're you're you you, you know you're a younger person than i am obviously scotsman i don't know if you were into dmx or if you're into hip-hop at all man uh long time ago i haven't really done anything in the last probably 10 years or so i haven't really listened to a whole lot what are, are more, you listening uh, to bluegrass heavy... over there in ohio now <laughs> no nah, man i'm more heavy metal rock uh, okay. classic rock uh, okay type of thing. all right all right i see i got it i got it uh razor jb says holy crap scotsman's got more beard than joe has hair <laughs> I don't know about that. My hair's getting pretty Not really. Long. Yeah, I know. Not really. Yeah, she's got, you know, that hair, you know. But damn, yeah, he's got he's got the beard going for reals. It's getting there. Yeah. Um, uh, Are you going to go for like a Duck Dynasty, like full blown, like as far as you oh, can go? Yeah, it's just, it just keeps going. I'm not stopping. How old are you? I'm 37 uh, next okay. month. Oh, okay. All right. All right, cool. There you go. Um, let's see here. LV Louis Cypher says, what did DMX pass from, especially at a young age? Um, um they did overdose. say they, they, they haven't confirmed the mm -hmm. overdose, but it, it's well known that it's an overdose. And yeah, he, he had a heart up, attack. He had a Sorry. heart attack. And by the time the EMTs got there, he was already, um, not breathing. And then they resuscitated him for like about 30 minutes. But by that point, he his organs and his brain mm -hmm. had been, uh, oxygen deprived for so long they were able to revive him uh, in a coma state, and then by the time he was in the hospital, it was just not. It was a it was a, a losing battle, and finally just died of multiple organ failure. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. So people are asking about the movies here. I'm gonna try to let me go through now. If you look at if you look at IMDb, he's on a ton of movies in the soundtrack. You know, but if you want to look at the movies that he was actually, I mean, wow, this, yeah, there's a ton of movies that we, he was in here under like soundtrack and stuff like that. But, 
Um, he was in Exit Wounds. He was in Cradle to the Grave. Romeo Must Die. Um, you know, uh, probably one of the like a soundtrack wise, he was in Deadpool, and I think he was in Deadpool too. I mean, because you always use. I mean, you hear DMX in a, in a lot of. Yeah, he was in Deadpool too. Also, you know, you hear DMX in um, or his music in a lot of movies when they want to get the when they want to get the audience amped up. So I think the movie that we're talking about is. Um, I think that movie is. Um, I think it is exit. Maybe it's Exit Wounds. I'm trying to. Yeah, the chat said it was Exit Wounds. Yeah. Yeah, it was Exit Wounds, yeah. So, um, anyway, that's, you know, that's it's that's a tough deal, man. It's a tough deal out there. He he was genuinely, like, one of those people that was really batshit crazy. You know, I never ever met him, but if you... First of all, he was a diehard dog guy, so I don't know whether or not the folks out there are into pets or, let's say, dog people. But there's dog, there's dog guys who literally will lie down in the same, on the same, um, how can you say it? Like in the same den with their dogs, <laughs> you know, like I had a friend that was a dog guy and him and his dogs would all sleep on the floor. <laughs> you Apparently know? he got arrested in the eighties for stealing a dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. He has, if you've ever seen anything from DMX where you can see he's got a big massive tattoo on his back. That's for his dog. You know, that's for, for one of his, for his, like, you know, his dog that he had that passed and all that kind of stuff. So he was, um, you know, I think he just grew up as a kid where life was tough and, and his mom and his mom's boyfriends and stuff like that would beat him up a lot. So um, he would spend a lot of time hanging out in the streets, hanging out with stray dogs. And, and, and I think it's almost like he was raised, like you ever saw the, the things where they talk about a kid raised by wolves? I think he was, you know, he had that kind of like raised by dogs kind of thing going. So um, anyway, um, Brick says DMX was an underrated lyricist. And, uh, you know, I agree with that. Um, Gorillas and Guns says metal. So there you go. You got some people for the for the metal in here. You know, um, what kind of what's what's your what kind of metal do you listen to? Uh, I grew up with uh, Iron Maiden, uh, okay. you know, that, that type of thing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, mm -hmm. Judas Priest. Heck, uh, mm -hmm. the one time I went. That's to old school. Yeah, yeah, the old school stuff. Yeah, yeah. one time when I went to uh, one Judas Priest concert, I had my mm -hmm. buddy shave the actual uh, Devil's Tuning Fork in the back of my head just for the the concert. It was pretty cool. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> do you uh, just do, go ahead? Have you ever listened to Japanese metal? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I was pretty sure she yeah. was going to ask you if you ever listened to K metal. You know, I like K pop. K metal exists. I know <laughs> J Japan actually has some pretty amazing, epic um, metal bands. So. Oh, so J metal. Mm hmm. I don't know what it's what is what is Japan metal called? Is there a specific uh is it called uh, like uh is it like Bushido metal or you know, samurai metal or something like that? I'm pretty sure it's just called Japanese metal. Oh. Yeah, I think so. 
<laughs> but they have some. They Come have. On. I mean, like they have traditional stuff, <laughs> and they have like crazy stuff. Like, where, like mm-hmm. the lead singers will all be like little girls. It's pretty crazy. Have you ever heard yeah. of uh, baby metal? No, no baby metal. It's like three <laughs> three little girls in this like epic metal band. What is what is singers. up with your musical see, someone, choices? Wait, wait. See, someone in the chat said it. Jade Jade Grew just said, "Check out baby metal." See, I'm telling you, Girls mm. and Gun, baby metal is cool <laughs> Japanese metal band. See? Wow, wow. Now you have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, uh, not really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the Japanese they when they get into things, they're pretty. I mean, they're craftsmen. You know, the they're like when they get into something, man, they get I've seen like Japanese people getting into reggae, for example. No joke. Anything that they get into, they are straight yeah, up. They, they are dedicated to what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually heard on uh, Japanese salsa that wow. is pretty good, like quality. Yeah. Can you imagine if the Japanese were like I wonder if they if they still make any kind of guns other than airsoft? I know they're like they don't they don't really have any firearms manufacturing anymore, right? The Japanese. I haven't seen a whole lot from them in the last. Yeah. Ooh, it's been a long time. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen a whole lot from them. Yeah, I'm guessing that a lot of their actual firearms manufacturing stuff stopped at the end of World War II or something like that. But uh, can you imagine if the Japanese were we having some badass Japanese-made guns, man? Right. That would be that would be pretty sick. You know, so Brick says these kids today shake my head. So there you go. Uh, uh, Puerto Rican Pistolero says baby metal was viral on YouTube a few years ago. Huh. Okay. And uh, three says baby metal sucks. So there you go. One. (laughs) No, I like, uh, listen, I like all kinds of music. Okay. All kinds of music. And Eric Hammond says they make Hawa. Really? Okay. Um, and three, I'm guessing it's three, right? Am I reading that right? Yeah, I'm guessing it's three. It says, Anthem is another good Japanese power metal band. There you go. Mm. And Night Train says, yes, I've heard that Japanese salsa group on YouTube, and they are pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain yeah I, I was going to say, the, ja- the, the Brownins, uh, there are some Brownins that were Japanese as well. Oh, okay. I, don't know, I don't know how many how many are still out there, but yeah. So Puerto Rican Pistolero says Howa Type eighty nine. Howa Type eighty nine. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. Howa Type eighty nine. Let's see if we can get a look at that here. Type eighty nine. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a Japanese uh, assault rifle kind of deal. Uh, let's see. I don't know if you guys can see it there. I can't share my phone for some crazy reason. So there you go. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, and let's see. Dan hates you says they make a rifle for their self-defense force. It's an FNC copy. Um and Eric Hammond says they make some Winchester models too. Interesting, interesting. Um, and three wants everyone says don't bother with baby metal. Look up uh, what is this? Galnareus, Angel of Salvation, live. What the heck? I okay. will check them out. Um, uh, 
I'll see if I can add it to my running playlist. And Gorillas and Guns says Miroku Corporation is still a Japanese firearms manufacturer. And Brian Quick says uh, Brownings were made in Japan as well. Um, and yeah, and Len Holt is chiming in. Winchester has some firearms produced there. Cool. Um, awesome. Okay, so listen. Let's see. What do you guys... I mean, it's Friday. Is there anything that you guys want to talk about, uh, Crazy Scotsman? You know, um, when, you, when you're in the chat, man, you're always on fire. It was on fire. You seem kind of demure for for a Scottish dude here. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I got to go to work tonight, so I'm not drinking, oh. so I'm a little more leveled out. Oh no, um, it's Friday! Come on now, <laughs> just pretend. Just start. Uh, just start rocking out to uh, into some some heavy metal in your head and get it pumping here. Let's go. <laughs> my, my biggest thing right now, guys, is just mm-hmm. honestly, you just you got to fight for your rights. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we are literally under one of the biggest attacks. When it comes mm-hmm. to your rights, and it's not just the Second Amendment; it's every amendment. The whole Constitution mm-hmm. is under fire right now. Mm-hmm. We have an administration, and I'm not going to call him president by any means of the matter, but we have an administration that is just tearing up, trying mm-hmm. to tear up the Constitution piece by piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing with that is simply this: I didn't swear an oath to a man; I swore an oath to the country and the Constitution. Stand up for what it is. Don't mm-hmm. stand up for a man. Stand up for what you what you swore to. Mm-hmm. Okay, I uh, I would I would uh, agree with the sentiment of what you're saying here. Um, yeah, what what do you think about that, Joanna? <clears throat> I know you um, probably fired up. I'm sure on Sunday you'll you know you'll you'll have some things you guys want to talk about. But go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Um, obviously, we're talking about what Biden came out and said. Um, his executive orders. I was pretty upset. I mean, it felt like like the energy that came off of it was that of a dictator. I mean, executive orders themselves, I don't feel like when I was I made a uh, I said this in my in my my Instagram post today when I was learning uh, as a little little kid uh, from Schoolhouse Rock and they had the video on the three branches of the government. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure executive orders weren't in there. Um, pretty sure that's not something that. Um, should happen and it's basically just stomping on the constitution and him saying something like i forgot the exact wordage that he used mm-hmm. but he said that uh amendments aren't um they're not absolute yeah they're not, not absolute, absolute and you know mm-hmm. i mean that's literally the backbone of the government of this country mm-hmm how dare mm-hmm. you say, well, we can change that? And I think Kamala actually didn't Kamala say that at some point during like the primaries or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think she insinuated a similar thing. Um, so I find that that attitude. They're definitely kind of, trying to sell that to, to people in America that you could. Uh, I don't yeah. know. If, was that the biggest sticking point for you guys? Because, I mean, that was early in in his, in Biden's speech. You know where he said, I have, and, and I he have said, a lot of problems with. Yeah, what he, he said, said like, no amendment is absolute. What the hell? Like what? <laughs> well, I mean, let's yeah. think about it. the guy can't get a full sentence up without screwing something up anyway. Right. So, can we, mm-hmm. what can you really take from this guy? We all know he's a puppet. We all mm-hmm. know there's people pulling the strings behind. Yeah, him. he's a muppet. Even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's a, there's I mean, a worse definition for that one. We having calls with Obama. So is Obama mm-hmm. pulling the strings? Who's pulling the strings? We know someone. Yeah. Yeah, here's what he said, um, because I I remember yesterday I I had uh, made a thing about it. He says, no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. So he said it twice. No amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. That should terrify people. Everyone. Yeah, even even folks, even folks that want to take that that want to take away the guns, even the gun grabbers, the anti-gun folks out there should be worried about that because it's what we've been saying. Like if they actually get away with this. Then what? What's next? You think they're going to go up? Oh, we've solved all of humanity's problems right here. We're done. We're done. Well, also, yeah. it's like, think about if you're putting it out there, you're making that president of mm-hmm. no amendment is absolute. Then what's protecting our First Amendment? What's yeah, what's protecting anything in there? None of those none of those things you're saying is absolute. I mean, look, let's talk about what about uh, slave? What about uh, what was it? The 13th? Was it the 13th? Mm-hmm dealt with slavery what is that not absolute mm-hmm. <laughs> don't have to worry about it's, that it's crazy it's absolutely <laughs> crazy yeah it is then the, um, actual, the, the three parts that he um that, that he proposed the national red flag laws um i mean that literally goes against process so mm-hmm. that whole you know like are we just going to He's just crapping on top of the entire, like, we went, okay, we're getting rid of the Constitution. That's out the window. We're getting rid mm-hmm. of uh, how we do things in this country with, you know, innocent until proven guilty. We're just going to take your guns. And mm-hmm. just because someone said, oh, you're scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the BS that they say that suicides are decreasing um, in states that have red flag laws, uh, Cam Edwards came out with um, an article on bearing arms a couple years ago that showed that that was actually a lie because red flag lock states, yeah, that statistic is true, but for firearm related suicides Mm -hmm. in those states, it was Indiana and Connecticut that those statistics come from that firearm related deaths are down in those states Mm -hmm. since they began their red flag laws. But the truth is that overall, Suicide is up in those states, just not firearm-related suicides. So clearly, this isn't solving the problem. People are still killing themselves. So they're more fixated on... They should be more concerned with fixing suicide, not using a problem that we have in this country with mental health Mm -hmm. to masquerade, you know, to hide the fact that they're using it for gun control. Yeah, the method or the tool doesn't matter. Go ahead, Scotsman, sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I can talk to this from, from the point of they took our guns back home back mm-hmm. in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, we ha- There was a school shooting, and overnight they came in and took all the guns. It doesn't solve anything. I've said it for many, many years over and over. We use knives, beer bottles, whatever they can get their hands on, they're still going to commit the crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember the uh, a couple of days ago we had, or I don't know, it was like three or four days ago, there was that incident in the Capitol where um, somebody used a car to ram people. Um, what did what did the politicians say? I forgot who it was. It was like Ilham Omar. Didn't she tweet something about how, oh, imagine if that person had had access to guns. It's like, hopefully, hopefully we're coming back to the people. I don't know. Are we still out there? I hope so. I hope so um let us know if we're feeding back out yeah man um it's working 
Yeah, looks like it is. Looks like it is. My apologies on that. I don't know what's going on with the software. Uh, I'm going to have to take some time here and try to figure out, do we need a different software or what exactly is happening um, to everything here? But uh, yeah, I, I feel like we're back. I feel like we're back. If you guys are coming back in, smash the thumbs ups. Let everyone know that we're back here. Where were we before we got cut off? I know you guys were uh, getting heated up about something, so it was a perfect, perfect time to cut everything off. Crazy Scott, then you were just talking about the opioid crisis. Yeah, I was just talking about that. Now that's you know, it's a bigger, that's a bigger issue than firearms by any means of the matter. You mm -hmm. know, but again, everything comes down to, to money and power, and there's so much money in it, they don't care. Mm -hmm. They can make money; they're going to keep on doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they actually, um, I think they went after like the main company. I don't know who it was, but it was a uh, one small pharmaceutical company that was responsible for most of the, uh, I don't know if it was like the original Vicodin or the original Percocet, um, but it was like a family owned company and they got sued by the families of, of, you know, people who were the original, like one of the first, you know, wave of, of, of people who had, uh, opioid addictions and they took out the pharmaceutical company, but the people, um, responsible like that didn't really solve any of like the the issues first off and then the people responsible who did know um about opioids being addictive it um they, it's not like they went to jail and they just hid their assets elsewhere so you know nothing was really solved the, the evil people behind it all <laughs> didn't suffer so no not at all and, and like i got one friend down uh couple hours from me uh veteran goes to the va and he tells him specifically he doesn't want any kind of opioid whatever and what they end up doing they end up giving him one anyway and not telling him and lying to him that they gave him something else mm -hmm. he figured it out after the first couple doses of it but you know they, they don't care Whatever makes some money is all they care about. I think this is the number one way to control people. It's been around for a long time, right? Drugs have been around for a long time. You have people addicted. Um, wait, how do we... What happened there? What do we... Uh, okay, there we go. Got the crazy Scotsman back in. All right, yeah. This, this software is acting a little crazy. Yeah, you, you get people addicted to it. They absolutely need it, you know? You've got them, you've got them under your control. Okay, it's still... It's still... I don't know why... Why is it uh kicking? Why is it kicking you out, Crazy Scotsman? Okay, there you go. Uh, I'll leave. I'll leave you two in there for now. Um, but yeah, without a doubt, this is, you know, I don't really. You know what? Here's the thing. I don't really think they're interested in solving people's problems. No, no, no. I mean, look. All right. So this is one thing we were talking about the administration here a little bit ago, but. Mm -hmm. The nine worst words you can ever hear came out of Kamala Harris's mouth not too long ago. Mm -hmm. We're here to help. Mm -hmm. The government is not here to help. You make your own help. You mm -hmm. help yourself. Mm -hmm. You fight for what you want and you help yourself. You're mm -hmm. not going to get anywhere by relying on the government. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the government definitely cannot solve your problems. You know, there was a couple things. One, you mentioned, you know, what happened in the UK in terms of them banning uh, firearms over there. Um, you know, and, and that's that's one discussion to have, I think, and to go a little deeper on. But even suicide, we're talking about suicide. 
in a place like Japan that we were talking about in the beginning of this thing, it's incredibly, incredibly difficult to have to have guns. Uh, lots of suicide going on over there. They have suicide forests, <laughs> right? Yeah, that right. suicide is such a thing over there. So what up with that, though? <laughs> exactly. It's not an issue of firearms causing or making it easier. I mean, I guess it could be easy, but it's not going to stop someone who's determined. Um, it's clearly a bigger issue and it makes, I think it makes them feel like they're doing something or at least, you know, giving themselves a pat on the back, like they're doing something when the real issue is that in America, we don't have any, like, or it's very difficult to get access to mental health, um, help, you know, for instance, Mm -hmm. like most insurance, uh, it doesn't have psychological help or psychological therapy as part of your main insurance. It's actually a separate one. Um, And usually the coverage is terrible. I've had people tell me, like, I had had someone tell me they had to make a decision whether to buy groceries one week or take their kid who's got bipolar to therapy. And that's Mm -hmm. pretty messed up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, that's one thing, right? That's the big trap right there, that all of these things... um, are incredibly expensive and then incredibly addictive. A lot of times, you know, especially with psychotropic stuff, you see people, um, you have basically, this is how this works out. You, you take, you start taking a medication (laughs) for some reason, this thing will not let, um, it won't let, uh, it won't let Scotsman stay in there. So I don't know what it keeps dropping out, but anyway, you take, you, you get on one medication, right? Then eventually you have to get on another medication for the for the reaction, right, that you're having or the side effects of the first medication. So now you're taking a second one. Then that second one is giving you side effects. So then you're on a third one. And the next thing you know, you're on a cocktail of drugs just to function. You know, and it's it's taking over your whole entire life. Um, and, and, and has you pretty, really crazy. A lot of these things have problems that they haven't even taken any kind, any kind of time to figure out how it's affecting individuals. So, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, it's, it's constantly one after the other until you're literally just a drug doll sitting in your chair, going out of your mind, not, not knowing what to do, mm-hmm. you know? Why would uh why would people why would they be trying to make the world like that? With all the people on the face of the planet, why are they trying to make us all into zombies? What do you think? Well that's the thing. What what are they gonna do with ultimate control? If they get ultimate control, what are they actually gonna do? What's gonna be different? Other mm-hmm. than us not having firearms, which never gonna happen, but you know. Mm-hmm. But I always, what would I always be feel like the goal is to end up like China. You know, I, I feel like the elites would want to, and I think that's why a lot of them are in bed with China. I feel like a lot of people um, in power and, and in government think that's great. Um, you know, ultimate control of everyone. Everyone's easy to control. Uh, squashing original thought. I mean, that's what ultimately, isn't that just the innate yeah. human nature to desire power and control? Yeah. You know, so, but how it is boils so, down to human nature? So, how is China? How is China different from America? And 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 how are they trying to push people in that direction? What's the benefit of it? That's kind of you know. I'm just wondering there. 
you know, how is that a better situation for people to be in? How long do people function like that? How long do people function in China where they're building all these massive cities, but people can't afford to live in it? And there's all these draconian controls on the people and the government can do whatever it wants to the people. How long does that go before people go, oh, no, that's it. We're, we're coming in here. We're going to be kicking asses now. You know, so that's that's my question on that. Well, I mean, clearly, I don't think that anyone in China is going to be kicking asses. Like you mm -hmm. said, I think it's they're too far gone. I mean, you read books like 1984 and it's pretty much the same exact tactics. Um, mm -hmm. I just think they're too they're they're brainwashed and they they their God is country and that's it. All they do is work to serve the country. So yeah, there's but, no threat of original thought. Yeah. But how long is that sustainable? How long can you maintain that with the people? Okay. So the people don't have good access the, to, so to the second amendment. That at some point, China's, the, the Chinese people would revolt against. I'm just, the I'm just, yeah, I'm just wondering at like what point does it does it last? Like I, I, I agree with you that this is the direction they're pushing everyone in. But how does that? How are they? What? How do they win doing that? Right? How do they actually win doing that? They can only what's happening in China right now can only keep going for so long that they can control the people. When you have a few people leading most of the people, even if the people can't have guns. At some point, the people outnumber you. You know, it's just what level of anger do they get to? And maybe this is the point to keep people drugged up, right? To keep people in a vegetative state. But then what's the point of it? Unless, you know, unless it's like the Matrix where the people are just batteries for something. What is and the, that, what's the point? That's exactly where I was going to go with it. it we're, we're literally, they're just trying to make you a human battery. Mm -hmm. Where you, you just literally work for the state. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, but again, it really doesn't. It's really not productive in any way, shape, or form. No matter what way you look at it, even if we're just give, constantly giving them money, it still doesn't have any really productive matter whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and then my so my and my thing about that is that I agree. This is kind of the direction everyone's going, but you can't in a communist situation where you're saying everyone has the same thing. People who don't want to work, they don't have to work. Everyone has the same stuff. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. Where but that's not true. People who yeah. people aren't allowed to not work. They have slave labor and they have this yeah. social credit system. You can't just be a lazy schmuck. Like you will mm. literally be thrown in jail or killed if right. you're an unproductive member of society. Yeah, KM Arms says China's been doing it for a long time. We'll never change. For sure, they've been doing it for a long time. I mean, if you go back to the Great Wall, they literally buried the people building these walls under the walls. <laughs> if you just think about that, right? They literally buried these folks under the walls. <laughs> but to, to your point, I mean, go back through history. How many times has nations risen up against their governments? At tons, absolute tons. And at some point in time, it's, it's a good possibility. It may happen. Yeah. So what is the thing that's keeping, what's the thing that's holding that back? Like why, um, why hasn't it happened? Uh, I mean, I think it's, it, people have tried to do it lately, right? And so one of the things that is holding it back is when the people don't have access to guns. When the people don't have access, it's very easy for... Uh, 
um, the countries to just totally, uh, you know, whatever country it is, Myanmar right now, it's easy for them to just massacre the people there, right? Because they have very little resistance. But that's just a matter of time. There's more people than them. Okay, so it's like, I, I don't know if that's sustainable, but we don't really see it. How come we don't see it in England? That kind of stuff is going on in England. We don't see we don't see it in the UK. We did we saw rumblings of things at some point in the UK, right? But mm. th that didn't really become a thing. That never really became a big thing. So not where it's like, okay, now we're going to take over the the whole government. I'm trying to think in my mind, when's the last time we've seen big things like this happen? Maybe in Russia, where one day they just got up and got rid of every single person that was royalty, and they got rid of all their servants and their pets. <laughs> you know, anyone that, that even had the smell of royalty on them, they got rid of them. Or maybe in France, you know, when they when they were just putting everyone to the guillotine, when does that when does that happen in the modern world and does it never happen because they've discovered these drugs you know does it never happen because they figured out how to pacify everyone like hey we'll, exactly we'll feed it. you we'll pacify you and then well, you'll never think about it like this so for the past year mm -hmm. they brainwashed people to wear a mask for example mm -hmm. and it's only going to be two weeks but a year and a half later most states are still doing it Mm -hmm. People are brainwashed. It's, it's everything flows through the media. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know, the, the media is a huge part of the control aspect. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. We've got to get rid of all of that stuff. We've got to be able to keep pushing free thought, free thought. And everyone has to have that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. Staying free and having your own thoughts, being able to, to say what you want, having that First Amendment right. You know, and the yeah. Constitution is not just an American thing. It's a universal thing. It's not just an American thing. It's universal. Yeah, I think I think it's based on um, the the um, the right that every man right is is born with these inalienable rights. And it's yeah, I agree with you. It's not just for Americans. It's for everyone in the world. Joanna, you were going to say something. What was it? Yes. So mm -hmm. you, you brought up, you know, uh, past revolutions and when will, what's the difference between then and now? Something that is different from then and now is how comfortable we are. Um, mm -hmm. We live like kings, like our quality of life, um, even oppressed, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, people wearing masks. Guess what? They're, they're not allowed to go out. Guess what? They're still living like kings in their homes, if unless they've been evicted because of rent or anything like that. But uh, most people in America who have been oppressed by things that have been going on during this, you know, pandemic are actually OK. They're mm -hmm. just happy yep. at home watching Netflix. Pacified. On their cell phones. Hmm. Pacified. Pacified. So yeah. It's not really like, do you want to say what the real drug is? The real drug is this. The real drug is Netflix. The real drug is comfort. The real drug is being able to, you know, use your app to get your everything you need delivered to your door, you know, you want food, Uber, Uber eats, you know, like it's, it's, we don't live in an era where we have to work to survive as much. Um, you know, back in the day, things used to be literally life and death, you know, you know, you're not sure if you're going to get your next meal. Um, you're going to, you know, the average lifespan was much less life yeah. was just harsh so yeah the real drug really is everything easy. being uh really cheap or free 
mm-hmm. or everyone feeling like they're entitled to things versus people feeling that they have to work and strive towards things. You know, just to give you like a crazy example, um, you know, I remember the 80s, right? I grew up in the 80s. To, to get porno mags and stuff like that, you got to make money. They were expensive. <laughs> you had to go buy them, go, you know, go to the back of the store and all that kind of stuff. It was a little embarrassed. You got to sneak up there or whatever. Now it's on your phone. Like you're saying, Joanna, it's on your phone. You know, so everyone feels like they have the, the access to that. You know, people don't even go to the movies, which was like a thing back then is you didn't go to the movies all the time every day now we could be in the movies in our home and we could have access to these things and if we have access to it and we're living more in in the matrix or like a virtual world than the real world we don't realize all the things that we don't actually have you know and i guess we're just plugging into to some kind of system right yeah, and that, that's basically it. I mean, think about all the businesses, actual businesses, physical businesses that mm-hmm. have gone down because of mm-hmm. online businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with Netflix and stuff like that. Think about all the drive-in uh, movie theaters that are all shut down. Mm-hmm. There's very few throughout the United States anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, do do the people of America fall into the same trap as people? do around the world and i know this is why they're trying to offer like a ba- a universal basic income you know and they're trying to make it like everyone um ha- has the the rights to this but i'm just wondering like do americans have ingrained in them this 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 desire and lust for freedom you know and freedom of thought is it really there enough that they're they're going to push for that or are we all going to just fall into the trap? the majority of people are, have been convinced that um, communism or allowing themselves to lose their freedoms and get these, whatever you want to call it, whatever this push is for. Um, because, I mean, I've seen memes from my liberal friends where it's like, you wake up and it's Monday and... No, you wake up and you realize you hate Mondays and you have to go to work. It's like, no, then you wake up and you realize it's not that you hate Mondays, it's that you hate um, capitalism. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is that? No, it's like if you were in a communist state, you would still have to work. Yeah. Um, Or people, I was talking to a patient of mine who was complaining about how her migraine Botox wasn't being covered anymore by her insurance, which, by the way, is a luxury thing. Mm -hmm. So, and it's very expensive. And then she has the gall to tell me well, if we had universal health care, this will be so much better and everything's going to be covered. It's like, that's not how it works. Yeah, you know, it's not going to be better. Things. Yeah, it's not. It's you not, still have uh, to pay for things. It, everyone thinks that when this all goes to communism or whatever you want to call it, uh, universal health care and all this stuff, everything is just going to get paid for magically. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize, no, you still need to, things still need to add up. You still mm-hmm. need to, you know, money still exists. Mm-hmm. Productivity still has to happen. People aren't just gonna get magically get Botox, you know. Someone still has to pay for it. Yeah, let Honestly, me like, go ahead. Thing like mm-hmm. so, like back home, for example, healthcare works a little different. So it automatically comes out of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. So a little bit comes out of your paycheck and goes towards healthcare. The problem is with this type of healthcare is your wait times are insane. Now, why so why are, why are your wait times surgery. insane? Why are the wait times insane? Because it, I, 
It's hard to explain it. Really, I, I mean, I think one of the reasons one of one of the reasons is from the way that I see it, right? And I could be wrong, but you you um, lived there a lot longer than I than I did, right? Um, and I lived in England in in the uh, in the late seventies, um, and I've been back there a couple lots of times. One of the reasons is is if this is a national thing and the government sets the prices for everything, right? There's no the capitalism thing Joanna was just talking about doesn't exist there. There's no incentives for people to build hospitals. The government owns all the hospitals. The government sets what you make if you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, if you do this. There's nothing pushing you. Yeah, there's nothing pushing you like, oh, I'm going to go out there and become a doctor. I'm going to make a ton of money. I'm going to specialize in this and just do this like you have here in America. So therefore, there's not as many hospitals, not as many doctors and nurses and things like that. So everyone has to get on the line. Yep. Yep. It's exactly that. Set prices for everything, set wages for everybody. Yeah. And your, your wait times can be insane. Um, you know, I, I had one surgery that I had to wait almost a year for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he's nuts. And mm-hmm. so the whole idea of universal health care, yeah, in one way it, it, it works, but it really doesn't because there's no incentive, just like you said, there's no incentive for these for these doctors, these nurses, for anyone mm-hmm. to want to do it. Mm-hmm. And there's no cutting edge medicine being taught in these countries. Um, I've been told that, you know, the medical education is completely different. Um, they get taught more basic and preventative measures or like up to a certain extent, but they're definitely not going to be learning like the surgeries that we have here, which are, can be experimental or can be, um, you know, we go the extra mile for people here, you know, in universal healthcare, you don't go the extra mile for, for one person. You try to make sure that a hundred people have their physical instead, if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. Well, I mean, it's, it, a good example is for, you know, um, I went to see the GP. So GP is just a regular doctor, you know, regular office. He said I had one thing, told me, get my butt to the hospital right now to the ER, you know, right now you got to go in and get surgery, immediate surgery. I go in there and get the doctor in there who's supposed to be better trained, more qualified, and he sends me home. Mm-hmm. Why did he send so, you home, though? What was the... What was the reason? Because they, they took a they took a blood test and said there was nothing wrong. Okay, <laughs> confusion. That's all they did. That's yeah. literally all they did was take a blood test and say there was nothing wrong. I ended up having appendicitis. Mm-hmm. It took almost a year for that for me to get in and get it taken care of. Wow, with um, with appendicitis. Yeah. So that yeah, so and, your appendix could have burst at any time and then probably killed you. Yeah, short period of time. So you just got lucky that you survived. I did get lucky. <laughs> Which in systems like that, it's better for you to die off, <laughs> right? And for them well, to get another well, person the off the road. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the GP was right, and the, the higher paid, supposed better doctor was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know that you gotta. And the, don't get me wrong, doctors here are wrong too. Trust me. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I get into that too, but. There's no incentive for these doctors back home in this kind of universal healthcare. Yeah, it just doesn't. It works, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Richard Hughes is trying to get into the into the uh, the dentistry of England. I don't know. I don't know if we want to if we want to get into that. But that's all. That I think that's an American myth. 
that everyone in England has bad teeth. I see Richard Hughes. Isn't that more of a cultural thing? Like we're obsessed with like getting braces. I've had braces twice. People in America have bad bad teeth also. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter if you have, if the edifice looks good. (laughs) You know, I mean, it might be easier here to make it all look good, right? But it doesn't matter if underneath it's not good. And yeah, I I think maybe in other countries they don't care as much. What you put in your body, that's really Mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's and some people argue this with me, but it doesn't matter how much you brush your teeth; it really doesn't, mm-hmm. because it's been proven in many aspects that fluoride is bad for you at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's there's some arguments there as well, but a lot of it comes down to what you eat yeah. and what you drink. Um, I mean, I I would think you know, and Joanna's probably the closest to being like someone in the medical field of all of <laughs> the three of us here. But I would think that your teeth do have something to do with your health, and there is a connection, and there's a reason. I don't think brushing your teeth is enough. There is some a lot to be said about um, flossing and stuff like that, right? There's a whole bunch of things, and for sure, one of the things not not just in in uh, England, all over the world, not just in America, we eat too much sugar. I know I do, right? We're we're doing a lot of things that are we're consuming things that are destructive to us. So, um, I think that's one of the things going on, right? Or we're or you know we're doing things to keep us going. I think one of the reasons for a lot of sugar is people don't feel like they have the energy, so they're trying to do things to keep going. And a lot of those things you keep, yep, there you go. <laughs> a lot of those things that we take, it's not good for us. <laughs> you know, but what do they care at the end, right? It's better to have people off the rolls. If you look at a lot of, if you look at a lot of what's going on here, it's a lot of uh, population control. The thing about Bill Gates that's really dangerous is population control. A lot of these billionaires, why are they spending all their money trying to reduce populations around the world? Why are they trying to do it? What are they worried about? Right? So, and I I think this whole thing comes back to the whole issue of health. It's a control thing to, because to make everyone think, oh, we should give this to you. Then when, and when you believe that, then they control you by that. You know, if you think about it, it's what like people who enslave other people say. And I'm not just talking about slavery in America or in the Caribbean where I'm from. It's, it's like you enslave people and you say, listen, I know what's best for you. I know what's best for you. Let me be in charge of everything for you. You know what? Well, I want uh, you castrated. Yeah, it, comes back to, it comes back to Kamala. Help mm-hmm. has arrived, America. Help yeah. has arrived. No, it hasn't. Yeah, we help ourselves. <laughs> that's that's the way the system should be. That's the way the the system should be, right? That's how people uh, work the best under. We need that pressure. We don't need to have everything, but they're trying to take away pressures to make us feel like we have everything. The thing that a lot of people don't realize: you don't have the same thing those guys do. With healthcare, right. they took away people being able to like you used to be able to pay in America and get a better healthcare, and they're like. Now it's like, oh, no, Cadillac policies. We're going to tax you. We're going to make that more expensive. And a lot of places dropped those Cadillac policies. But guess who has Cadillac policies? Politicians. They have a completely different health care. The the poorer they make you, the more susceptible they make you to the system, the less chance you're going to stand up and revolt back against them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, let me get this in here because it's it's been here for a while and I haven't done it. Smash Time gave us 10 bucks. Thank you. Appreciate it. He says, glad I found your show, buddy. Good lighting, solid audio. Okay. I appreciate it. The software, not so much. Not so much. The software today. I, I will figure out what's going on here. I just need some time <laughs> to try to figure out why this thing is crashing. Um, and I know people have been suggesting other software to us. And I'm actually going to look into that. And if we have to switch over to another software, so be it. We will do what we have to do. And, I vouch uh, for StreamYard. Yes, everyone's saying StreamYard. That. Yep, StreamYard. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it, it works. It ha Don't get me wrong. It has its quirks and its issues, but it, it works. Um, what are you using? Are you using OBS or whatever? OBS. No, I'm using Ecamm, um, but that because I use Mac stuff. So StreamYard, I'm assuming there's a version of StreamYard for Mac, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Are you guys using that, or what's the problems you guys have seen on StreamYard? I haven't had any issues. Uh, every now and then you'll have issues with mics and stuff like that, but that's about it. But that happens on any stream. Yeah. doesn't matter what you're yeah. on. I think you're always going to have issues, man. You're literally bringing in, like for this show, I'm bringing you guys in separately into it, onto my system here, and then I'm edit, I'm putting everything together, and then sending that out. And you know, it's the internet, it's this thing, that thing. It's it could be the computer that may be the problem. There's just it's just so uh, so many variables um, here that that play a part that it's really tough i mean you you could be looking at fox news and you see them have technical difficulties so yep you know um so you know you know yeah, the only it's thing the beauty of have, live streaming though the so, beauty of it <laughs> yeah yeah the only issue you would run into um i believe is that you would have to pay for it because you're limited to how many hours per month on the free version Oh, okay. You're limited to a certain thing, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, paying. I'm paying for this. To, uh, mm -hmm. You're limited to like twenty hours a month on the free version. Yeah, um, twenty hours a month. Yeah, I mean, for this, I'm I'm paying for this. See, it just kicked. It just kicked Scotsman out again. <laughs> yeah, for this, I am. Uh, I don't even know why it's doing that, man. Um, let's see if we can get you back in here. I'll kick me out. No one needs to see me. They can see you guys. Um, for this, I pay for this. I do pay for this software. It updates all the time. It could do a lot of things. I think there's something that happened here. Before I switch over to another thing, I just want to figure out if there's something that I did recently that caused it. And if I could fix that, you know, before I switch over. Because every time you switch over to a different software, it takes time to, to figure out, you know how that software works and all that kind of stuff uh kathleen music lover says so wish we had fiber optics um yeah you know what they put five so with all this construction going on we were talking about the government the government gave the telecommunication companies a lot of money to put fiber optics and extend it into the countryside i live in the countryside they put fiber optics right outside my gate i can see it from where i'm sitting so they put the thing there and here in Florida, you can recognize those things as big. It's a white post and it has an orange top on it. And when you read it, it says fiber optics on it. Right. So now the, the, these folks, have they haven't connected it. They haven't offered us the fiber optics service. And the reason is I was talking to someone about this. They said, yeah, well, the government didn't stipulate that they had to turn it on.
all they had to do was bury the lines. Wow. <laughs> so there's no reason. There's no reason for them to turn it on. They took the government money. They buried the lines, got a cheap contractor, put the line out there. I was even talking to the guys when they were burying the line. I was like, what is that? I was like, oh, this is fiber optic. I was like, oh, awesome. I'm going to get fiber optic. I don't have to get all these different cell phone plans and go to Babyface's house and have an internet, d different internet over there and do this thing and that. Nope. So right now I'm waiting on um, I'm waiting on Starlink. That might be the thing. I don't know if you guys can hear a helicopter. Do you hear that in the background? I hear a little bit. Yeah, that is actually a helicopter landing out there. That's the medevac helicopter landing like right in front of my house. Because um, if someone gets sick around here, uh, the there's a, a landing pad for it, and that's how they uh, evacuate you very quickly. Uh, into Gainesville so that's what that if you hear that check 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 you hear it out there sounds like a tractor that's a helicopter it's probably gonna get louder here so I'm just warning you people see this is what it's like doing a live a live show the this beauty is, of live streaming yeah this is how it gets I know what's gonna happen yep. yeah this, this is how it gets really crazy really crazy I'll probably see it out there uh, I can hear it though it's right over me right now um, let's see. Girls um, and Guns says, uh, get to the chopper. Of course, is immediately yeah. what I thought of. Yeah. Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! <laughs> K&M Arm says, we hear it. <laughs> uh, Len Holt says, as long as not a black helicopter. Yeah. And Kathy Music Lover says, they're coming for me. So, there you go. Yeah. It's pretty cool that they that it you know that it lands there or whatever. I always I would like to have I would like to have a chopper. I would like to have a uh, you know I want an attack helicopter like uh, Blue Thunder or Airwolf. I want Airwolf actually. That was always I don't know if you guys you guys are so young you don't you probably never heard of Airwolf. No, Airwolf was awesome. Airwolf is one of the best ones out there. If you haven't yeah. seen it, you need to watch it. Yeah, have I you have seen that? that? No, you haven't seen Airwolf. Mm -mm. You're missing out. You're missing out. Yeah, Rolando. Rolando is not as nerdy as I thought. He's not. Uh, he's not imparting any of the cool nerdy stuff to you. You know, seriously. Come on, Airwolf, Knight Rider. Technically, oh, that Knight is Rider. before he was born. So I don't have that excuse. That that is <laughs> during my lifetime. I'll just say that. But that is yeah. that is a little bit. Uh, I was literally barely alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good show. They don't make they don't make shows like that anymore. Yeah, Knight Rider was cool. Huh? I grew up with all that stuff. Yeah. So one of the things about the UK, like stuff that is old for us here in America, and tell me if I'm wrong, stuff that's old for us here in America is kind of new because in the UK they don't you guys don't see time the same way. So I would be I'll give you an example. I'll be here in America, and the music. Let's say it's the '90s right we're listening to if it's 1996 we're listening to a song that just came out two weeks ago but then i would go to england and they're listening to something from the 80s is that am i wrong uh, is, you know. no, I, I wouldn't say it's quite as drastic anymore but there's definitely mm -hmm. usually about a year or two difference yeah yeah it's always a are you little... sure you weren't listening to the 80s station when you were there no they didn't have <laughs> Um, it, they, first of all, there isn't. So, this is one of the things about that. There's not a lot of stations, right? Not the way people believe, right? 
This is for you, Scotsman. Sorry, there's, I missed that. Yeah, I'll there's not. The oh, there's not as many stations as people believe. No, there's not. Yeah, uh, and I, it, it's hard to get uh, good connection out there too. Mm hmm. Yeah. So for a long time, like when I lived in England in the late seventies, I think there were three. There was BBC One, BBC Two, I think. There, yeah, there was BBC One, BBC Two. Was there two, three? Uh, maybe three. BBC maybe three. Channel Four. Uh, yeah, it was a right handful. Was, a handful. Right when I left, I think there was Channel Five. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. America. There, there's not a whole lot on yeah. there. America, two thousand stations. <laughs> no, yeah. you can still get satellite TV out yes, there. Yes, right. Um, True. They, they, they do satellite TV, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, is it totally overwhelming when you came here and there was just so many things to watch? Um, I'm not a big TV guy, honestly. I grew up with it, but I really don't watch a whole lot of TV. Um, I'm more reading books philosophy um studying um you know obviously firearms uh, that's, my, that's my one of my main things um various other weapon styles different things like that but yeah i'm not a big tv guy most of the stuff i watch nowadays is all just youtube stuff that's it i don't really do a whole lot of tv things anymore mm -hmm. yeah um i i am like I, I really, 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 really hate commercials with a, with a vengeance and a passion. So one of the, because um, like I got one of the backup phones is from Variety, actually a couple of the backup stuff. Probably what we're doing the podcast on tonight is from Verizon. So we got Hulu, like a trial for Hulu. Oh God, uh, I hate it with a, with a vengeance. It's like you, every single commercial you have to watch on Hulu. It's so annoying. And I have forgotten for a long time. I've, I haven't been looking at anything with commercials in it. Um, and then I'm looking at commercials. So today I was looking at this commercial for an, um, a medication that's supposed to keep you from getting AIDS. And uh, you can't skip any of this stuff. You know, it's not like YouTube. You could just skip it. And so it says on there, it's not for, it's not for women who were assigned female as their gender at birth <laughs> i was like i was oh, like wait, hold on. what did i just hear <clears throat> so it's a it's a medication joanna i don't know if you know about this but it's 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 a medication that's supposed to um it's supposed to help you prevent you from getting aids True. okay is it truata oh i can't remember i cannot remember that part stuck in my brain because they're like this was not tested on women who were assigned female as gender at birth. And I was like, what? wait, what, what happened? <laughs> is this I what? I don't know. That's, um, that's, well, the one I just mentioned, Truvada, is like one of the most uh, mm -hmm. common drugs um, that people who, I mean, my, my guy friends who are gay, mm -hmm. uh, who were promiscuous, used to be on it. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know any females that are on it, so maybe that's why. I don't know. Um, but that sounds like maybe they just didn't do a study. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I can't imagine why that would be specifically 
That's let me see. Really let me see. What's way of saying women? <laughs> yeah, it's like so stupid. Let me see if I could pull that up. Um, what's the name of that drug you're talking about? Truvada. Truvada. Yeah, let's see. Truvada. Let's see if we could pull that up. Um, because somewhere in there there would be all the things about it. So let's see from the website. Um. I want to see if it has that stupid thing here on the website. Da, 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 da. Uh, I'm just trying to read through this before I share it with you guys because I don't know if this was the one. Um, this one doesn't seem to say anything about people who were assigned. Oh my god, I can't even say it. Yeah, women. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go and just search not not for women. Who were assigned gender? <laughs> <laughs> assigned gender at birth. I was like, "What are these people talking about?" <laughs> well, again, it comes down to the you know, the whole change in culture, change in how people think, the whole political correctness, and you know, mm -hmm. just another way of trying to put people's minds in a place where they shouldn't be. So, let me ask you guys this question: What does cisgender mean? Cis, well, I don't think it's a gender. I think cis just means like you're um, actually a cis woman. Means, no, cis just means like your identity or what you identify as aligns with what you were like with the bits. Like if you got a vagina, then you identify as a female. If oh, so maybe a, that's uh, what they were. Maybe that's what they were talking about in that thing. Maybe what's maybe that's what they were referring to um, in in this particular thing that I was looking at. That could be that could be possibly uh, the deal, you know, um, because I did. I found I found one called uh, uh, Discovy. Discovy. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Sh I don't know if people really care about this, but here, I'll try to share it. Um, so here's this Discovy one it says barring cisgender women from the Discovy trials was a bad call. So what is this? You know. Cisgender women just means women. It's just it's just women. Oh, that's what it means. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is it. They didn't they didn't do this with actual women. Well, I think the reason why they didn't include women in the study is that those drugs tend to be mostly used by men yeah. and mostly used by gay men. You yeah. Know? So maybe that's so why not, they didn't so, do so not so so Joanna women. when you yeah. were born you were assigned your gender at the hospital just in case I I didn't know if you knew how that went down. I I, I didn't know someone made the decision for apparently. me. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I I just man. I thought they looked down and said, "Well, she doesn't have a penis, so she's a woman." So Yeah. I didn't realize that there was an actual yeah. thought process involved with that. And so when they developed this thing, they didn't bother um, checking that. So really, I mean, why don't they just say this is this is only for dudes? <laughs> that's what, that's what you know, the study that was done on men. That's it. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Somehow my microphone got kicked out. Let me see. I'll, okay. It should be back on now. So if my audio went down, I apologize for that. If my audio went low there for a second. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, there's still things happening here on the on the um, on the software side. So that's 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 cray cray, right? It's not just me. Well, that's my, crazy. my problem is with the science side of it because mm -hmm. my background is like I'm, I studied, you know, like a STEM student. So everything mm -hmm. was science. So it, to me, it doesn't matter about the whole identity thing. You can identify as whatever you want. 
I have a very live and let live kind of mentality. If you want to identify as a woman or a man, whatever, as long as it doesn't affect my life, cool, whatever. Yeah, um, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't care either. I don't know about Scotsman, but I don't give a crap. People could yeah. identify whatever I, I don't care. I have, yeah. I, Blair White's, you know, identifies as a woman. I am a meat popsicle. Yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't what? care what you identify as. It's when government tries to come in and make it a big deal. No, and it actually cross, bothers me when you, mess, when you mess up the science of... Like, you can't change... You can't wokeify science. Mm-hmm. You are, you have... Yeah, you, that's, like you have that's right senses. overhead right now. Right overhead. I feel like M.A.S.H. Oh, the helicopter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> My main problem is just this. Like, this is a perfect example. This is a scientific study. Why mm-hmm. are you kind of making it complicated? There is still, you know, there's two two categories. You are born with a PVP or you're born with a vagina. That's not mm-hmm. like don't overcomplicate it. If the science shows, we did the science, uh, the study on people with PPs, penises. Then that's it. It doesn't matter. You know, don't wokeify that. It just is what it yeah. is. If, it doesn't matter later on who that person identified as. It's still biologically a, you know, X, Y. That's, it's, that's it. It's beating around the bush. Pun, not, well, I guess pun intended at this point. <laughs> but um, <laughs> going to get in so much trouble for that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so anyway, why beat around the bush? You know, if you made a drug for for gay men or men who are transgender, right? And you didn't test it on women and you're now doing the ad for the drug, don't say this is not for women who were assigned female at birth. Just say this is this is not for women. Well, I know exactly why they're they're saying that. Because if that drug is specifically mostly catered towards men, um, they who, they don't want to insult you. They don't want to get sued because they say men, they're, they're, and some of the people don't consider themselves men. The the, pe- the person who was born a man who became a woman who might still need this drug because they're mm-hmm. still a gay former man. Therefore, they might want to use this drug. And then they're reading an article that says women shouldn't use this drug. They're just worried that person might get confused mm-hmm. or offended. That's it. Yeah. The also the interesting part of this, and I don't know if anyone's feeling comfortable about this conversation. Just let me know. Um, I talk about anything. You guys have no freaking idea. Should we should still be feeding out to the people? Uh, I'm kind of here. I'm kind of here. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know if this bothers anyone, but it's the same kind of thing as the conversation with Viagra, right? They developed. What's wrong with Viagra? Well, they've developed the Viagra for dudes. And do you remember there were? Do you remember it was, this was years ago when Viagra first became a thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is at least like ten. When did Viagra become a thing? Like ten years ago, more than that. Uh, more than 15, 15, like twenty years ago. Tw- yeah, I say it's probably been at least fifteen yeah. or twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then a, a lot of women were like, "Wait a second, you guys developed, <laughs> you developed Viagra, just for dudes." Right. Uh, And then you didn't develop anything for women. Now, here's the reason. Men and women are completely different. (laughs) 
And this is what they're beating around the bush on with this thing. If you're if if they're trying to develop a drug to keep men um, or or reduce the risk of men getting AIDS, it's completely you can't necessarily develop the same drug to reduce the risk of women getting AIDS. Completely different uh, things. Men in, like a woman is not just a differently shaped man. This is the problem. My dad always told me this as a kid. He was like, listen, son, a woman is not a differently shaped man. Do not imagine that women are exactly the same as men. You know, they're not. It's com completely different, uh, completely different creature. It's not a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. But this is reality hitting, you know, uh, the rubber meeting the road here. So if you want to develop something for women, you know, like... Like like Viagra, it's not gonna be the same. <laughs> it's completely way, different they plumbing. They tried. They did the study and they tried Viagra on mm -hmm. women, what, what and it just our bits don't work the same. It's yeah. just science. Did women Sorry, all of a guys. sudden get stiffies out of the Viagra? Is that how that? <laughs> well, just, the study just, did I'm, say like some women in the study felt some improvement because how the medication works is that mm -hmm. it kind of like opens up. It like releases nitric oxide in your blood mm -hmm. and that opens up like the vessels, which gives you a bigger woody or whatever, or mm -hmm. prolonged woody. Yeah. So women who took yeah. it would have blood rushing to their bits, mm -hmm. but our bits don't work the same as yeah. the other guys. Now, this brings you know, up another you know, question. This brings up another question for me. And Rolando might choke me to death next time I see him. So my uh, <laughs> apologies in advance. Um, what do they call like what is a woody for for women? I never thought of that. There's no such like, what thing. do women I say? <laughs> I, I I'm just curious. I, I, I just need to know. Well, uh, I will. I, I will be honest. Like, we have these conversations because uh -huh. you know women like to pretend that we don't have the same kind of conversations that men have amongst themselves. Uh -huh. But uh, you just say things like, "Well, you're horny," because I feel like women having these conversations is mostly <laughs> like women being in the mood or whatever is mostly yeah. mental. Yeah. Um, Armin and Axis says she said Woody. Yeah, for the ladies, I know there's ladies watching this show. It's not just Joanna here. Joanna, you have nothing that the ladies say, right? Like, they, or you don't want to tell us because that would be against the sisterhood I, of the traveling pants. We get you get in trouble. It's just, I mean, I don't know if I'm dating myself. Like, people still say this because I, <laughs> my friends still say this. They uh -huh. say horny. Okay, that's it. Okay. It's a mental thing. To me, it's a mental thing. Aroused there. Puerto mm -hmm. Rican Pizzolero said it. Aroused is the same thing. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. There's no physical aspect to it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is the juice is the juice a man or a woman? The juice, you're going to have to clarify something here before I post this. Well, uh, I don't know. Lola's going to, at some point, Lola's going to come out here. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going until I actually get in trouble. <laughs> you know what's funny? Lola can't complain to me because I'm using her phone to do this, to do the broadcast. <laughs> So she can't complain. She's probably like right now this guy. If I can't, she's probably trying. Let me see if she's trying to reach me somehow. Yeah, she's probably like, okay, he's not gonna. I want to know, please, late. Uh, do you know Scotsman? Do you know? Are you married? You're married, right? I'm not. No. You're not married. Okay, you got a girlfriend? Nope. Are you into the ladies at all? Of course, I'm into the ladies. Okay, just checking. Just, just checking. Just making sure. <laughs> just making sure. Um. Man, so, you gotta release the accent in order to get. Listen, yeah. trust yeah. me when I say this. Release the accent next time you go out. Yeah, bro. Work out if you. you started doing that in your gun videos, it's over, man. 
Yeah, there'll be more than ladies. There'll be more than ladies. <laughs> you know, America has this obsession with people like with British accent and Scott. Like, I think everyone has an obsession with something different. You know, somehow different means better. Um, I'm trying to get this. I don't know. Okay, I'm just going to put up the juices comment here and uh, I'll let everyone read it. I'll behave myself. Uh, but I'm waiting to see the ladies. Uh, okay, Anna Lee Brown put one up there. I'll throw that up also. Let's see. Oh, the, okay. The Juice says he's a dude. Juice is a dude. Just FYI, anyone wants to know. Um, <laughs> 42 chilled said gender neutral. <laughs> okay, respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> and then 42 chill says Lola, go kick your ass. <laughs> Kathleen Music Lover said G's. Oh, is that what it is? I didn't know it was called G's. No, that's she says G's Hank. Okay. I'm also in trouble with Kathleen Music Lover, apparently. And Lola says, uh, what on earth are you guys talking about? <laughs> uh, Lola, I'm not responsible. I swear I did not. I apologize for my part in it. Sorry, Lola. <laughs> I wanna this is stuff that gun guys need to know. I feel like this is I would really like to know. I mean, I would like to get a little insight on the female mind. You're saying that women are do you think that when it comes to like talking about this kind of stuff, in, like when women are with women, are women as bad as we are as guys when we're with dudes 100%. talking about this? percent. Okay. Is it maybe yep. more? Is it maybe more? In my mind, I, I imagine it's more. more. Huh? Okay. So here's proof that this is true. Um, I don't know how much you know about fan fictions, but it's a huge thing. Like a huge, huge thing. Um, women write fan fictions there are harry style fan fiction um harry styles recently, yeah it was a harry styles fan i mean fiction i know there was that wasn't the gray or whatever it wasn't yes uh, that was that was actually a fan fiction uh 50 shades of gray that was a fan fiction yeah mm -hmm. um that got 52 so shades that, yeah yeah that yeah. became they just basically changed the name of the characters and then switched it up a little bit and then published it as an original work that was not a fan fiction. And mm -hmm. then the other one was a Harry Styles one that Who actually Harry Styles? has two movies. What's that? Who is Harry Styles? The, um, that, I know the name. I don't know who that is. Is that a he singer? He was originally from One Direction. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Hold on. Let me... It's, a, it's on Netflix yeah. right now. Both Did, the first uh, movie Scotsman the knows this. Crazy Scotsman. He's a big Harry Styles fan, I'm assuming. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we already. No about. He's I'm, like, I'm yeah. He's like, bro. We already established <laughs> that I'm all about metal. <laughs> is Harry Styles a metal rocker? I don't think so. Is Harry Styles like? Is he from the UK? Is that a UK dude? Yeah, yeah he's British. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, don't don't assume I know him just because he's British. I got no. <laughs> But my whole point here was uh -huh. that there are okay, so I just uh, I looked it up. The mm -hmm. Harry Styles fan fiction that became a book series and a movie series, a best-selling mm -hmm. series and movie. By the okay. way, the movie's terrible. Please do not watch it. Um, is the After series? The, what? And basically, it's just this is a proof. This is proof to to, to show you that women are not. Mm -hmm. Oh, we don't talk about this stuff or think about this stuff. There are whole um, websites dedicated to women yeah. writing fantasies about 
their celebrity of choice mm-hmm. and them in sexual situations. So clearly yeah. women do think about that, these things and have these conversations. Yeah. We're going to call then, this Freaky Friday. That's it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? So, okay. Hold on a second. Uh, Dan Hates You says, this is now the Who Moved My Dirty no- Novel podcast. <laughs> And Puerto, Puerto Rican Pasillo says it's Friday night. You know, they've done studies. I just, okay, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to behave myself, maybe. Um, they've done studies, right, to see, like, they've given men and women a sexual stimulus. So they've put stuff in front of guys. And what they've found is that if you're a straight guy and they put gay stuff in front of you, it doesn't do anything for you. If you're If you're a gay guy and they put straight stuff in front of you, it doesn't do anything for you. But if they put the stuff that you're into as a guy in front of you, it stimulates you, right? They found that when they put things in front of women, it didn't matter. It made no difference. If women saw straight, you know, gay, whatever, any kind of craziness, it didn't really matter. They were stimulated by everything that went in front of them. Now, I'm not saying that's absolute. Nothing, nothing out there is absolute. But it's one of those things that goes in the direction of you know women i think are slightly in that in this particular race that we're talking about who's the horniest i would give a little bit of the edge to the to the ladies out there but psychological warfare is used against the men where we get like blamed for and and you know i know it's like two against one in this conversation joanna but you know you're capable of beating us up if you feel like i'm wrong but psychological warfare is used against us as the guys that we are horrible. Yeah, but I, it's all it's always us pushing for it instead of them. Yeah. Why are you keeping my people down, Joanna? This is the question. Uh, I do not represent the female race in that specific situation. Rolando can tell you who's the uh, perpetrator in our relationship. Oh, who's a pervert? Him, is so. that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just saying not all women are like that. Wait, hold on a second. How did Ro, how did Ro become a perpetrator? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you're saying That's, like You have to get a t-shirt for him now says perpetrator. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying some I mean some women are more open about it, but mm. I, I don't think that's true in the in the era we live mm. in now. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not true. I think that um, women tend to act more like liberated and act more like guys. Um, I'm not saying that's a great thing either. Um, I do I do believe in, you know, being virtuous if you can, um, mm-hmm. just for health reasons as well, because mm-hmm. there's so many STDs out there. Uh, if I were young and single again, I would probably become a nun, knowing everything I know about medicine at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I'm just saying um, the average woman is is not I don't know if we still say that, you know, we mm-hmm. look at you guys as the as the ones who are, you know, paint you guys badly like that. But I don't think mm-hmm. that's actually true. The guys are the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't this think is, so. I don't this think is so. what's been perpetrated against mankind. And we are <laughs> like men are so sweet and innocent. I wouldn't call you innocent, yeah. but I think that um, <laughs> there's there's an equality there in my mind, yeah. at least nowadays. Yeah. I think guys, we don't. We're out here. We're not even trying to think about that kind of stuff, man. We're just out here trying to work, you know, get things done, fix stuff up around the house, take care of the babies and the ladies. No, no, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't say that really with a straight face <laughs> for too long. But yeah, I, it's. 
it's an interesting conversation. And I think now a lot of things are, are flipping. Like when my kids were, um, were in school, in high school and stuff like that, I found that the, the girls were more aggressive. Like these days, the, the, the girls out there are more aggressive. You know, my sons are nerds, just like me, you know. And it is scary what's out there, man. Well, this the, is one of the reasons I, I'm actually terrified. We've had this conversation several times, Hank. Mm-hmm. My fear of having kids. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I see, I've seen the progression in what's happening. You know, I volunteer with kids, like uh, usually tweens, mm-hmm. um, with uh, medical conditions like a camp. Like I do a medical camp over the summers. And I've Mm -hmm. been doing that for like the past like 14 years. Mm -hmm. And I could tell you, I overhear like when there's like Mm -hmm. downtime in the cabin, Mm -hmm. I overhear what they're talking about. And 14 years ago, there was no, you know, like me having to get up and be like inappropriate conversation, guys, Mm -hmm. for 10 and 11 year olds and 12 year olds. Last, you know, the last time I went, I was like, am I hearing this? Like, what am I hearing? So Mm -hmm. definitely um, (laughs) in the last decade, Things have progressed uh, to the point where I'm like concerned about, you know, like if I had a 12 year old and had to send her to middle school or something, I would be concerned. Like, I don't want her learning about this stuff um, and acting about it, acting on it. Um, I would be terrified to have a kid right now in the Mm -hmm. current situation of what is going on and what's um, what's normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, I know. I I don't know if we like accidentally or deliberately lost uh scotsman there on this camera um, i didn't i don't think he liked can, the conversation yeah no i think he's still you're still there right oh no he might have dropped out uh we'll get him back here in a second i think he, his uh camera might have dropped out we'll see when he comes back so we're not the only i'm not the only person having to you only your your side of this is working perfectly oh he's back he's back okay there you go yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry, I get more coffee. Yeah. So on the subject of kids, because I know Joanna has heard my spiel before. Uh, what do you do? You have any kids? I do not. Uh, okay. How, how do you feel about kids? kids? My entire life, though. Okay. Um, so how do you feel about kids? You into having them? Not into having them? Yeah, absolutely. Find the right woman, absolutely. All right. Okay. Uh, what's the, what's the right woman? Because uh, I'm gonna I want to address what Joanna said too. But so you're saying you're waiting for the right. For the right lady well, to come along, what's the right lady? See, see for me, it's for me, it's kind of hard, and this is generally why it usually doesn't work out for me. Mm-hmm. I'm too independent. Mm-hmm. I like my space. I like my freedom. I like my space, and so yeah, I think I, I'm getting a sense. My my intuition's telling me you like your space. <laughs> right, exactly. So it, it's it's tough. Because I don't do well with living with people. I've tried before. It doesn't, it doesn't go well. Okay. All right. Well, that's really easy to do. You just uh, It's called um, a compound. You got to have a compound, you know? Like your wife has, this is her house over here. Then the kids have their house over there. And then you got... Right. You got yours. Maybe there's a courtyard in the middle. And every now and then people meet there. Okay, so you're waiting for the right woman... What's the, just for the, you know, there might be some uh, single ladies out there. What's the criteria for the right woman? I'm curious. I don't know if Joanna, you're probably curious too, to know this one. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. I, don't, mm-hmm. I really don't have a criteria per se. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You should start with, 
doesn't hate guns. Yes, good well, one. <laughs> obviously, you know, likes guns. Doesn't doesn't care yeah. how many I buy or make. Yeah, not going to uh, make you no. melt your guns down to get married. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. had that happen in the past where they said you have too many guns. Nope, there's the door. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, that's that's definitely one. Um, mm-hmm. I like them short. I don't like them tall. Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm kind of tall, so I don't like them tall. Okay. Uh, definitely like them short. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sh- it's all know. about. I'm yeah, all about the short ladies. Man, the tall women out there are probably suffering. <laughs> I think most guys. I think most guys are into sh- like ladies. You know, like ladies on the shorter side than the taller side. So those poor tall. Every now and then. Every now and then, like you know, maybe some snoo snoo death by snoo snoo. Is is a good thing, but most of the time, you know, not that not that uh, a shorter lady can't kill you by snoo snoo either. Joanna doesn't know what that one is either. I could tell. I could tell. Uh, that's a Futurama reference, Joanna. Didn't watch Futurama. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Yeah, most of most of the ladies who come on this show are not nerdy. Okay. <laughs> Lola in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm Are just we doing the dating game <laughs> i'm just asking some questions here i'm trying to establish like what it takes for the crazy scotsman to have some little crazy scotsman babies running around that's all um and yes uh puerto rican pistolero says nope joe was wasn't into futurama but he loved it apparently yeah see i, I gotta i gotta be picky because in my family, it tends to run in threes. And what I mean by that is it's always three boys. Hmm. Always. Okay. So I got to be kind of picky because I don't want to, you know, end up with a baby mama and spending money on something I don't need to spend money on. Oh, okay. <laughs> everyone's, worried about the, everyone's worried about the baby mama situation. Um, okay. So, so you, but you do, you would like to have kids at some point, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's a nice. Uh, I like your cup, by the way. That's that's cool. That's a nice. Here, hold that cup up right there. Is that a Punisher? Hold on, let's take a no, look. No, this that. is uh, um, Frontline Cigars. Oh, nice. Um, that's so badass. Frontline, they're a they're a good company. Um, he's a veteran. Um, yeah. Supports veteran other other veteran businesses as well. Yeah. Uh, including Justin's Final Mission stuff like that. Yeah, very cool. I'm hearing some of the Scottish brogue coming out of there. All right, so listen, so Joanna, here's the thing I want to say to you. Have you, well, first of all, let me ask you, have you looked at Idiocracy yet? Because I know I've said uh, this to you so many times. I think I have. You have? Yes. I, I'm going to need certification that you looked at Idiocracy at some point here. <laughs> I may not have watched the whole thing, but I did, I think I, yes. Come yes. on now. Okay, so listen. Come on, yeah. Even, even I've watched this, so you, yeah. need, to, you need to watch the whole So thing. do you know what I'm going to say? Do you know what I'm going to talk of about? Of course, then? <laughs> I know what you're going to say. The, good, the folks like you, you, you and Rolando are good folks. Like, Rolando, I don't know if he wants to ha- have kids or anything either. And I'm not trying to make you guys uh, have kids. You know, that's I think that's everyone's choice, like everything else in the world, right? But, you know, we need the good folks like you and Rolando to have kids, man. We don't need the knuckleheads of the world having babies <laughs> and then the good people don't have babies because this is how the world continues. Children are our time machine. If everyone stopped having babies, there's going to be no planet. 
You know, yeah, but then I would feel guilty if I'm like we were having kids to bring them into this crazy world, and then I'm gonna like the world's always you know, been I'm crazy. Peace out in like twenty to thirty. Well, actually, I'm too young for that. Like fifty yeah. years. Come on. Now. And then uh, I leave my kids behind in this wasteland. Uh, see that you gotta you gotta raise them right too, though. That's the thing. That's of course. What it's all about. That's that's why again I'm picky too because. I'm going to raise them a certain way. I don't want them to be raised being a little pussy mm-hmm. running around and freaking going, my feelings are hurt. Yeah. Screw yeah, that. but then how much – you don't realize how much influence other people have. They go. To, you'd have to homeschool them. You'd have to limit their social media. Okay. Um, because, I mean, you, you could have like the most traditional – like one of my friends is a Haitian uh, – you know, she's in medicine. She's a Haitian doctor. She's extremely traditional and – one of her gripes is that her 13-year-old kid is super, you know, going through all this stuff because she's super woke and, you know. <laughs> yeah, at I 13, you have, she's like, you don't, this you all don't, come from? you don't have my permission to be woke at 13 years old. But look, <laughs> look, look you, ha- you, but you just said it. You raise your kids. You raise your kids. You limit their access to stuff. That's what I did. I mean, you know, I sent my kids to school because I wanted them to socialize. I wanted them to see that people are terrible. I didn't want them to think the whole world was like myself and, and Lola, right? So I wanted them to go out there and see how messed up other people were. But I gave them the tools I felt like they needed. And if I forgot about something and they came across situations... Then I try to get in there and and help coach them through that and how to deal with people. I don't really feel like school teaches you. It's like for education so much as socialization. And Lola and I did everything that we could to teach our kids stuff. I taught my kids how to read on my own. I taught them how to read, you know, and, and before they ever went to school, they were reading and all that kind of stuff. So and. You know, for the most part, they're a lot like us, if not more conservative than us. So I think you can easily do that. It doesn't matter what everyone else is in the world. The way that you keep the world from becoming a wasteland is you don't let the idiots out there be the only ones to have kids and continue the generations forward. That's it. If we, if you, if you don't raise them right and and have another generation of mm-hmm. great patriots to go ahead and continue on, then mm-hmm. we're gonna go down the hill. Yeah. Um, Lola says, um, I think Scott thought he was going to talk about guns. <laughs> he's, he's seen this. You've seen this show. The amount of times I've come in here and it's been nothing but a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> in there our defense, go. we, did, we made a valiant effort to talk about gun control. We, we can definitely, uh, I can come on again. We can talk about guns. It's all yeah. we'll get Lola there. says, uh, Latino, lots of little Latinos, you didn't rein in the combo. Don't let the dudes run Friday night. See? See how they're trying to, like, coalition against, against us? Um... Yeah, Lola says she feels your pain. Uh, and then she says, I'm very strict on my two sons. Yeah, my sons think I'm like their prison warden. <laughs> um, Sometimes that's the way you got to be, though. Yeah. You know, if, if I wasn't raised the way I was, I don't know where I'd be, honestly. Yeah. But I was, I was raised by former military, mm-hmm. and that's and it strict, very to the T. This is how it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I'd be the exact same way whenever I have kids. So, so when you were a kid, you probably thought it was rough. But did but now that you're older, that you're an adult, do you look back on that and go, you know what? Oh, I'm, I'm very thankful for the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I wasn't raised by my father. I was raised by a, a gentleman that I worked for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked on a farm when I was a kid for, for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was former military and that, he got, he got me on the straight path. So cool. And I'm very thankful. Yeah. Kudos, kudos to him, you know, um, you know, um, I think that, you know, in, in time here, I hope, but I'm not trying to push you guys in any direction that that you guys change that. Because I think you guys are great, and I think you it would be, you know, it's not as scary as you think. And I know it seems scary, and as someone who is a parent, look, it seemed scary to me before I did it. And then I realized you were born with everything you need. You know that gender assignment nonsense they were talking about? (laughs) You know, you're born with really what you need. And if you're a good person and you're able to find a partner in life, um, this is like the, to me, you know, one of the ultimate things that we can do to make the world a better place. A lot of people talk about a lot of different things, and this makes the world better, and that makes the world better. But I think, regardless, you don't have to be, you don't, um, I think you're already making the world better and um, doing things for kids out there, Joanna. You you just said it in the conversation, you know? And, and then Scotsman just said that uh, someone who was not his dad raised him, and that's what we all, I think, need to do, you know? You don't have to, it doesn't have to be your own biological children. It's always been like this on the planet, that the, the people who were the good, responsible people stood up and took care of the village and the children around them. So, um, you know, um, so so here's the thing. I think we got about eight minutes here. Um, I want to get to, was there something, Scott, that you did want to talk about when you came on? Uh, uh, yeah, if we can uh, just yeah. take a second talk about sure. Justin's final mission. We talked about suicide uh, a little bit earlier in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, I work very closely with Justin's final mission. If you guys don't know what Justin's final mission is, it is to end 22 a day. So 22 veterans a day take their lives. Um, you know, they came back, they fought wars, they came back, and they are struggling. Justin's final mission is designed to send them to a retreat to where they can get the help they need in a free, relaxed area, uh, free of any kind of pressure. Um, and so I work with, with those guys. Um, mm-hmm. It is now under uh, what is called Warrior Battalion. Um, so warriorbattalion.com. Uh, um, and I work closely with Troy, who is the founder. Uh, we do have a couple of really cool things coming up here pretty soon. Um, there'll be a three-gun shoot coming up in july uh designed to help raise funds for it um down in cincinnati area um anyone who wants to come to that the more welcome um our there's local hotels there's plenty of people that'll give you a ride there uh if you need to borrow guns you can borrow guns all that kind of stuff um but we are working on restarting mission up there was some issues with the previous um company previous 501 I can't really go into details too much on that um, he still has a not an ND on that so can't really say too much there um, however working with Troy I can tell you right now like he is a dedicated person to the point where he's a veteran himself he's selling his house in order to get this going again um, and we have a GoFundMe out there as well to help raise some funds for software stuff like that um, we already paid all the fees for the paperwork, all the paperwork's done. Now it's just getting the software we need. 
um, to get it going again. So Do you how, have the uh, link yeah. for the uh, GoFundMe? Exactly. Yeah, Thanks, Joanna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you can share that here in the chat, then in our personal chat here, I will share it with the folks. For people who are listening to this, what can they do? What can they look up? How can they uh, help you guys out with this mission? Um, they can go to uh, Warrior Battalion, um, and they can reach out to Troy. Um, you guys can email me. You can reach out to me. Um, it's on my about page. You can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, anything like that, uh, reach out to Troy. Anything we can do right now to come up with ways to help with the fundraisers, um, anything we can do to spread the word. That's the biggest thing is spreading the word and getting the word out there. Um, you know, Justin's final mission is huge. Uh, all these guys fought for us. They fought for our freedoms. It's our turn to fight for them. Unfortunately, the government's not doing that job, so we have. Yeah, awesome. I am rolling in the uh, the GoFundMe page for folks, and I just put it in the in the chat. So if you guys are looking for that, um, hopefully, if Lola's listening, if you can put that in the description for me, so I don't forget. If I if we don't get it in here, what I'll do is um, once uh, you know when we get a chance, I'll make sure I get that into the description of the video here. So um, you I know, that. oh, you're you're welcome, man. Um, I think that's a, that's a, a worthy cause and, uh, it's a shame that he has to sell his home and everything to keep this going. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, when he first, he started originally over 10 years ago, that's what he did. He sold his home then too, and he's doing it again. Okay. And, um, uh, for anyone I, listening out there, GoFundMe's are made for dumber things. Uh, this is actually a worthy cause. I mean, we had... A GoFundMe that made I don't know how many thousands of dollars for the Gorilla Glue Girl. So <laughs> oh, come man. on, guys! Like, yeah. Uh, anybody who's watching this, please uh, have some heart and go even donate five bucks, and mm -hmm. you know, volume will make it happen. So somebody actually sold their house for this cause. The least you can do is give five bucks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Every, every little bit helps. Um, we do all kinds of challenges on YouTube as well. Uh, Gorillas and Guns brought that up. We do mm -hmm. need to do another challenge. Um, mm -hmm. Last one, uh, we did a two-mile run challenge. Trust me, I almost died. Um, I haven't ran in a long time. <laughs> oh, so it's not just the fat guys. Two the skinny. Yeah, the, yeah, look at you. Look at you. You're like a little skinny guy. Come on now. What All is right. this? So you got you got to you got to bear in mind. I got a bad back. I got bad knees. OK. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, I'm 37. Uh, yeah. I hate to break it to you. It gets worse. Well, I know. Trust me. Trust me. I've dealt with it for years. Yeah, but no, it's uh, yeah, about a mile in, I was dying, but I pushed myself and I did the other mile, so we got there. But mm -hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, we do all kinds of different fun challenges just to help spread the word and, and get the word out there. Okay, all right, awesome. Well, well, thanks for doing that. I hope the folks out there listening to this um, can play some part in this. Uh, it's really important to support a lot of these things that are going on out there. Um, I know, you know, sometimes it seems like, hey, there's a lot of things, but as Joanna said, there there couldn't be, like, a better cause than this one, and there are a lot of dumber things that um, that we see out there, so for sure, uh, help out with that. Um, Joanna, was there something, uh, Lola was trying to get me to ask you something, so what did you want to get to before we get out of here? We got, we got some time, we got a little bit of time here, what, you know, 
Yeah, Nothing major is going on. Um, okay. We actually had an episode of our podcast, which, by the way, is the Locked and Loaded Latinos on Sunday nights at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. also live. We had um, our highest rating show this past Sunday because we had Alex from Control Pew on. So if you guys want to get into mm-hmm. um, hear the basics of how to get into 3D printing, mm-hmm. go check out our last week's episode. It was a good time. And we also talked a little bit about the um, DRM issue uh, with 3D printing. That's about um, what to do with, you know, like free sharing of files versus like um, copywriting them and and all that. So if you're interested in knowing about that, um, Alex from Control Pew just put an article up on Amoland on it. Um, It's referencing Rob Pincus, if uh, the DRM thing. Yeah, I saw he's a, he's a 3D printing guy. So yeah. if you're interested in knowing why DRM is bad, you can go check out our podcast from last week and hear about it or read his article. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I did skim through that article. I know there's a lot of stuff that came out on this. Um, there's some things that have blown up lately or whatever. And I do think the more important thing in here um, over like any particular individual in this is um, the actual ability to 3D print and the right of people to manufacture anything for themselves, right? Including Mm -hmm. firearms. And I think that is the overridingly most important thing that's going on here. And I hope it doesn't get lost in other people's whatever kind of nonsense that goes on um, in the background. But it is really important. And these things are specifically under attack, whether you realize it or not, in the last couple of days, when you're looking at what the Biden administration is putting out there, what they're putting forth, uh, forward when it comes to uh, the guy they want to put on the ATF, <laughs> that's just a massive, it's a joke and a tragedy, I think, at the same time, uh, what, what they're doing with the ATF. And the whole mission of that is to completely destroy the Second Amendment. When someone tells you that we're not here to destroy the Second Amendment, they're, the, they're, they're here to destroy the Second Amendment. Um, so if you really look at what's going on there, it's important. And they're specifically going after 80 percenters. They want to reclassify what is actually a firearm, what needs to be serialized, all that kind of stuff. And I think this is where the DRM part of it comes in because they could try to push for everything to, to have some kind of micro serialization on it. Um, and, and, and that's just insane. As a matter of fact, they could probably make it if they want to, you would have to go through licenses and things like that to get the printers or the oh, printers. Absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah. the printers and, and would, would put serial numbers in everything. Registry yeah. Intrinsically. Yeah. Yeah. All of that we need to push back against and be very, very careful, um, that we just don't fall asleep at the wheel when it comes to that stuff. So, uh, I think it's definitely, definitely important. Um, so I know Gorillas and Guns is saying that your video on you doing the uh, the two miles was two minutes long. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I don't like making long videos for anyone oh. that doesn't okay. know me. I don't like making long videos. I always try and keep them at least uh, under ten minutes, under five if, at best, if I can. Okay, this um, is probably your longest video ever. We've been doing two hours <laughs> at this point. The live, the live streams for me are definitely the longer ones. Um, okay, you know, I do one, do one on Sunday as mm-hmm. well. It's, two hours too so oh cool all right um, there you go awesome but uh yeah it's, i try to keep them short and you know i didn't want to record it and run at the same time because i'm just gonna be holding it in my hand and this is gonna be really jumpy and funky and mm-hmm. no one needs to see me dying out of breath and <laughs> <jumping out. laughs> yeah 
Um, all right, listen, here's what I'm going to do. We hit nine o'clock. I'm sure these guys have stuff to do. It's Friday. Everyone probably just wants to take it easy. Uh, you know, have a good time. And uh, I do really appreciate everyone out there in the audience spending two hours with us, in including I know we had some like technical difficulties here and we're battling back and forth, but I appreciate everyone doing it. Um, also, it's great. It's always awesome to have uh, uh, Joanna here, you know, keeping us on the straight and narrow somewhat, somewhat. <laughs> You know, um, I don't know how much of that I did tonight. <laughs> no, 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 no. You are the bad influence. You're the bad influence. You're always talking about. Oh, I won't say that, but I definitely, I definitely yeah. uh, was truthful about you know. Yeah. Always trying to encourage there. us in the direction of uh, Asian uh, musicians. You know, well, whatever. <laughs> that, is yeah. that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's your proclivities. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was also great uh, meeting and hanging out for the first time here with the crazy Scotsman. I hope that you guys go support both of these guys. Go to their um, like YouTube channel and subscribe there. Follow them on social media. Share their stuff. Help support these guys. It's it's awesome for me for them to come on and make this uh, such a good show. Here's what I'm going to do here at the end. I am going to start with Joanna and and have her tell us how you guys can uh, support uh, Latina Locked and Loaded and Locked and Loaded Latina Latinos. Did I get that? Did I get that uh, right? Yes, you got it. Okay, you got it. Awesome. We make it confusing. My um, my social media handle is Latina Locked and Loaded. Uh, you'll mostly find me on Instagram, uh, and our podcast is the Locked and Loaded Latinos. You can check us out on Sunday nights. We have a live show, and uh, yeah, just come watch the show at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, let me see if I could uh, throw throw the thing up. Do you know what you guys are getting into? Um, this weekend here, I'm going to show the channel once again. This is what it looks like. Uh, Puerto Rican Pistolero and Latina Locked and Loaded uh, came together like Voltron to form Locked and Loaded Latinos, I guess. That's how we that's how we look at it here. You guys know what you're getting into this this weekend, this Sunday? Um, we always well, we don't have any guests because um, we don't like to have guests on every week. We okay. like to have it every couple weeks. weeks. Um, mm -hmm. So. This week, we're going to break down uh, what's going on with Biden and mm -hmm. anything else that pops up in gun news. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So then I'll switch over here to the crazy Scotsman. Where should the folks go to support you? How can they communicate with you? See all the things that you're up to. What do you have coming up here? Uh, you guys can check me out on Instagram. It's under the crazy Scotsman. Uh, you can check me out on Foreign Domestic, which is our, our Sunday night show. Um, that is also 7 Eastern. Um, and then uh, you guys can also email me if you want to. Again, it's on my about page. You're more than welcome to reach out, email me. Um, I'm happy to talk to folks. I love talking to folks. This is why we do this. We all interact, help each other. Um, mm -hmm. As far as uh, things coming up, um, I do have a Glock video that I will hopefully be doing this week. Um, I was meant to do it this past week, but unfortunately, uh, back problems. Um so oh my goodness, seriously, man. I mean, you're a young dude. You're a young dude. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I work in a steel factory, man. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it to you, I guess, right there. <laughs> no yeah. arguments on that one. Okay. You got to take your vitamins. <laughs> you got to take your uh, vitamins. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. For most people, most people know I don't like Glocks. 
but I am okay. going to block videos. So it, it will be good. Mm. Trust me. I promise mm. you it will be good. So what's your gun of choice? What's your brand of choice? CZ. Oh, oh. I <laughs> now the truth comes out at the end of the show. At the end of the show, we miss it. He's one of those. So you wear skinny jeans too, I guess. I do not wear skinny jeans. <laughs> All right, I'm do you just... drink soy lattes. <laughs> yeah. No, I do not. Uh, sure. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that'll be interesting. You guys will probably want to uh, tune into that and check that out. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run in the end here in a second, and then I'm going to come back, and someone's going to give us the words of wisdom. Who wants to do that? You want to volunteer? It's the great Scotsman's uh, crazy. The crazy Scotsman. Uh huh. Uh, his first time, so he's got to give the last words. Yeah, you're going to have to give us the last words. Um, you know, uh, TPC says he lives in Ohio. The state has worn him down. <laughs> 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 mm, that There might be some truth to that, actually. Uh, listen, I want to thank Harry's Holsters. Big shout out to Harry's Holsters. Really appreciate them supporting us. Uh, you guys go use the code Hank Strange. Um, I hope everyone has a great weekend. I'm going to run in the end. We're going to come back, and Crazy Scotsman's going to hit us with words of wisdom. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us here, hanging out with us, bearing with us. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button, smash the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We're going to rip out the audio from this and put it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to get your audio podcast. You can go to HankStrange.com and find the podcast there as well. Anytime you uh, you need to get your hands on that, listen to it anywhere that you want to. There's a player and everything in there that you can use. Big shout out to people all around the world. I haven't seen enough people in, in Scotland. I've seen Ireland. I've seen folks in England there, but I want to see more Scottish people up on there. Um, you know, so I'm, I, I would really, really appreciate that. Big thanks to Joanna Latina. Locked and loaded for joining us here as well as the crazy Scotsman. Scotsman, hit us with your words of wisdom, sir. Uh, I guess I'll leave you with this. No administration is absolute. No Ooh. administration Ooh. is absolute. Dropping bombs. <laughs> Lyrics. And always fight for your rights. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I gotta. we got to give a bark for, um, for DMX out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, DMX out there, you know. We're out of here. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, stay safe out there. Love you guys. We're out. Peace.